2: All right. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, baby Pee Wee with a joyful infant child's laughter. Thank you, my boo, my princess Nemo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I'd like to just give a shout out to all my listeners around the world. That means I'm talking about the United States and my international listeners, new and old. Welcome to another show the body of Christ. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? For the ones that's been listening to my show, and I really thank you, I appreciate you guys listening to my last few podcasts because, uh, you know, that, may, that means a lot to me. And I still would like to hear comments. I don't know if it's a problem with buttons or whatever like that. I know I don't have a large audience, but I would still like to hear something and some feedback uh, on what you think about the podcast. Also, I would like for you to share my podcasts. Like I, I put it out there. If you like it, share it. If you don't like it, share it. If you agree, share it. If you don't agree with it, share it. I. The reason I say that because... Either or, it needs to be shared because because you like it, you should share it. If you don't like it, there's still somebody else that might want to hear it. You understand what I'm saying? Not for just agreement, but it won't hear the information that I'm putting out there. So that's why I put it out there waste, because it's not only for you and you can't take it selfishly. It just means if you're not interested in it, at least give somebody else a chance. Don't go talking about it or putting me down or whatever like that, which is not going to faze me because I'm taking a chance to put my stuff out there anyway. And I don't expect people to agree with me. Probably most of the people would not, you know, but I'm still going to put it out there. So if you disagree and you can tell me why in the comment and we'll go from there, you know, but if you just disagree, still share it with someone else. And if you agree and you like it, even even lovely better, share it with someone. So at least do that, okay? All right. Now for the ones that been listening to it, you know I have been doing a, a, a quite a bit of teaching on Christianity in general. What is Christianity? What is real Christianity? Do I need to give it a title? (laughs) Maybe so. But the last few shows, I have been doing a lot of teaching on Christianity, you know, and, you know, uh, different opinions and different uh, facts and different, you know, just observations of Christianity and believers and stuff like that. I I hit different, somewhat different topics starting off why. uh, Young people, I leave the church, the four corners, the four walls of the church. I mean, I went all the way from there. And lately, the last three or four, I have been in uh, the history of the Christian church, specifically Bibles when it comes to the King King James Bible. I'm going to continue to get under that. But what I'm going to do now, I'm going to hold off on that just just a little bit because I want to talk about something uh, that you know, has nothing to do with the King James because I got a lot of ammunition. And then I'm going to tell you why I believe the King James Bible is the inerrant word of God. And what I have found out uh, even now and the research that I have done and I'm getting a better understanding of the history and stuff like that, and I hope you are too, convince me even more of King James Bible, I'm so getting so close to the King James Bible, even to the point that I'm leaning more towards only reading the King James Bible, period. Now, I only study and do some things mostly out of the King James Bible, but I'm leaning, excuse that noise right there, I'm in a loud area and stuff like that, and even late this is late this it is, people don't know how to drive just normally. They got the speed, and most of them ain't, ain't even going nowhere if you look at them, but I don't know, people just... Drive the lady will get they just drive, then, and they, let me get. Uh, yeah, I'm getting distracted. You know me, I get distracted fast. But anyway, you know, I want to get into that and everything. But what I want to talk about now, uh, and some of you probably remember, uh, if you are interested, I was talking about a, a, a phase that I do. It's a life phase, uh, and it has to do with a lifestyle of change or betterment. To better myself in this certain areas, I want to better myself, and I want to come up. I want to tell you about the results, what's been happening in my phases. Remember, my goals is now a lifetime goal. It's not a re- a resolution. It's a lifetime goal. One of the goals I call it the four phase was the uh the better myself and to grow stronger spiritually. The better myself and to grow stronger. Physically, remember that? The better and to grow stronger financially. I had more than that starting off earlier, about over a year ago, but those three, the, uh, mentally, yeah, mentally. You no, know, get better mentally. And though it's like a four phase, you know, spiritually, number one. Physically, number two, reason I put them in one and two, because I think those, they're, those are the most important things in a person's life, you know, taking care of himself spiritually and physically and then financially and then mentally, because I believe if you take care of yourself spiritually in that order, a lot of mental things will come together. You understand what I'm saying? This is just my opinion. This is my this is for me. It might not be for you. You might have another order, but this is my order. You know, and I I wanted to talk about that now. Spiritually. Give you updates spiritually. Spiritually, it's been going fantastic. The Holy Spirit has really been uh, maturing me and helping me to grow stronger in his word. I have learned a lot uh, by reading his word and he have helped me to know how to research And how to look at things objectively, whether it bothers me or not. And research, because with research, I am able to stand on what I believe even more and stronger when I get some research, when I know it and everything like that, you know. And that's the only way the Holy Spirit can really strengthen me when I just do research and understand things about the Bible. Not only... uh, the Bible itself, but some of the believers after the Bible was finished, and that's what I've been doing now. And you know, I'm into Bible Christian church history. Well, I was just interested in church history, and I'm even interested more because I consider myself uh, a King James Bible reader when it comes to studying. I'm not a. Uh, Uh, only a King James only Bible reader now let me explain what I mean by that what I mean by that with me that means I do dabble in the living Bible the new living Bible you know Once in a while. That's what I, because if I say I'm only King James Bible, that means that's the only Bible I read. And that's what I'm going towards now. And it's because I'm getting more of an opening and understanding of the King Jimmy now. So therefore, when I tell you I'm only King James Version Bible, I mean it. I don't read no other translation. I'm not there yet. I'm just being honest. I'm not there yet. So, you know. But I'm leaning towards it, not, and I'm gonna tell you what's going on with that. Also, I want to talk about what's going on physically. So, what what I mean by physically? I mean health. You know, maybe just health and different things like that. Health, as in, uh, you know, uh, weight loss and uh oral health and different things like that. Mental health and stuff like that. That you know, that I'm in that phase as well, and for that phase, that phase is also going very well, okay? Going very well. Do not, you know, the other thing financially, I'm still kind of growing in that as well and everything. Mentally, I'm doing pretty well. I'm not having any struggles. You heard my testimony and stuff like that in the past. So, Mentally, I'm not having too much of a struggle. Some things I struggle with, but it's, it, 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 it's not a stronghold anymore. Thank God for that. Oh, thank God. It's not a stronghold anymore. I'm learning how not to do when I have to, so when I do uh, I fail in something. It's because of boredom. I'm, I'm I'm, finding, uh, what they call it? Triggers. I'm learning my triggers now when it comes to st- certain habits and uh, struggles now. I'm learning what my trigger and the majority of the time it's not because I want to do it or I have an urge to do certain things or whatever like that. It's because I'm bored and that's the only thing I still feel that's going to fulfill somewhat of the flesh, you know. And, uh, some things I still work on that, you know, certain habits that I don't like or whatever like that. But follows that all around, I am doing much better, much better, man. I mean, I thank God for that, you know, because the not for the guidance of the Holy Spirit was in me. I would still be struggling in that, but I am doing much better when it comes to that. Now, what I want to get into is one of those areas more and more, and that's the physical part and weight loss and losing weight weight loss. Let me start off this way. Before I tell you how I lost weight or I, how I am losing weight in a good way to me is people when it comes to losing weight, and I had to learn this myself and still learning. When it comes to losing weight, there are so many traditional ways on how to lose weight. There's so many diet programs that's pathetic on how to lose weight. And every diet is not for everyone. Let me just give you a uh, uh, – let me just be – let me just – you have some people that want to lose weight because they're just obese and about health problems and everything, and they need to lose weight, you know. Uh, I'm so I was, I was someone in that category as well. You just fat, man. You just oh woman. You just need to lose some weight. You know, you want to eat better and everything. You just need to lose some weight to look better and for your health. And that every because a heavy person or fat person or uh, want to lose weight doesn't mean because they sick or for their health. But I'm just putting it all in that one category. That's one of the big reasons i losing weight because you just fat. You just out of shape. We just out of shape, you know. Now you got the obesity. You just got some people just just have a few pounds they want to lose. But the, the majority of people' reason people want to lose uh, uh, lose weight is look better. You got some that do does it for health. You got some people that does it because it you know it, it, it makes you look better and make you feel better. You know. Do you got some people uh, want to manage their weight? Stuff like that. They don't so much want to lose it, but they want to learn how to manage it and like to gain it and stuff like that. So it depends. There's many ways why people be on a diet. Now, a, a diet to me is not only specifically as losing weight. You can have be on a diet because you want to be in better health. What do you mean by that? It has nothing to do with you losing weight. It has nothing to do with that. But you might have health issues that you need to eat better or do a, a change and your routine of eating. So it's not about uh, overweight all the time, even though that's on the top of the list of most uh, dieters when you hear the word diet. The word diet just means what you're eating anyway. Like somebody, Dr. Miles, what diet you're on. He doesn't mean that because he's saying you're fat or you need to lose weight or you're skinny. He just say what type of, which, how are you eating? What's your program of eating? First of all, we need to get that diet on there. But especially here in America, we hear the word diet, we think about somebody being overweight all the time. Yes, that's on top of the list, but diet, the traditional traditional way, the way what diet means what you what are you eating or what is your program or what is your routine. You understand what I'm saying? What is your routine? You know, I hesitated there because I didn't know if I was taping or not. I've done that before. <laughs> so that's why I hesitated like that. So, but the diet I am talking about, well, the majority of people, this is the majority, and the USA, because if, the, if it still stands, USA and Mexico is running neck to neck as the most obese people on this planet. USA and Mexico. Now, I haven't checked it out the last time, but we up there. And USA is very overweight as well as Mexico, and it's basically the same reasons, but it ain't really what you think, and why. And I'm gonna talk about that a little bit. And uh, I have learned this though, and it's so true, I have learned this, and, but I'm gonna stick to the USA for now, because you have Latinos living, Mexicans living as well, but it's because of the same thing. Some people have moved from other countries, I believe, and picked up weight when they moved to the United States. And it has nothing to do with uh, they didn't have a lack of food or anything like that. It's just when they moved to the United States, they picked up weight. Not a lot sometimes, but they, some people, even Asians or whatever, Japanese, probably have picked up weight since they've been living here in the United States. Now, I'm not saying it's not no overweight people in Japan and China, but I'm going to tell you, it's not a lot. It's not even close to where America is, you know. But I believe some people came here and they picked up with because of our diet and our foods and our routines are how we eat. See, we live in a land that everything tastes better than a lot of other countries, but it ain't better. Let me say it again: we live in a country where, with the majority of the states, tastes better, but it ain't better because we built on taste, not how good it is for us. Mostly here in America, and I'm gonna tell you why I'm going that route, and that's just a, that's just a fact, you know, and uh. Alright, people go on different uh, weight loss uh, regiments. Let me put a disclaimer out there first. I'm not saying I'm a weight loss, loss guru or nothing like that. Uh, and I know the uh, the mechanics of the weight loss and everything like that. Then I'm going to tell you what weight loss program that I'm doing. Uh, but I'm just letting you know, this is just, I tried, not a whole lot, but several types of uh programs on how to lose weight because I uh majority of my life I had weight problems you know since I, I was since I was going through my teen years I had weight problems we have a family member the old routine you know family said I, I, we big bonded you know a lot of us a lot of us that used to be small and our family was almost close to a guarantee to pick up weight that's what we thought anyway but a lot of us is very thick now and uh you can call it what you want, generational curses or generational weight or whatever you want to call it. But, I, you know, what I am learning now, because I had tried several diets. So let me give you a story of myself. People, yo-yo diets. What is yo-yo diets? They're routines where people are jumping off and on of diets. There's all kind of diets out there, man, from weight, you know, from liquid diets to grain diets to meat diets to this type of diet. You know, the past diets was... Always uh, taught on how many calories you need to stop eating. How much fruit you should be eating and how many vegetables you should. See, that's the American FDA routine of a healthy diet. That's the FDA of America. If you're not from America, you know where I'm going. You're probably laughing. But that's the America, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, supposed to be responsible of letting us know what to eat, you know, how to eat, when we should. They're even somewhat in charge of the times of the East. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and maybe a snack or dessert, you might call it. All that came from somebody's teaching.
0: We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts
2: It's an American way. Breakfast, lunch, or whatever like that, you know, where we was traditionally taught about our diet, our diet program, and how we should be eating or what should we eat. We was taught in America or what we need to be eating to stay healthy and underweight, Okay. Then they come with an average weight for each person, man and woman, depending on your, your height and stuff like that, your structure of your body and stuff like that. There's so many programs here in America that kind of tells you what you need to do to get you your right weight size and different things like that. And you know the different diets. You know, uh, Weight Watchers. I still think is number one of the biggest diets in America. Weight Watchers have been out for years, man. Weight Watchers. Remember Nutrisystem and all that, and uh, Slim Fast and stuff like that. American diets, American diets. Majority of people being on and off those type of diets. You know, you have you have you have hundreds and hundreds of different diets. You know. And based on Lita, you have copycat diets. What do, you, what do I mean by copycats? It's just somebody with a little more twist, taking it, putting in or taking out. People copy Weight Watchers. They couldn't use the same name because patent reasons. And they you got Slim Fast copycatters with different names, but they say it's better. You notice when a new diet come out, they always say it's better than the other one diet. Even though I have the same type of routine, they always say it's better. This one is better or this happens faster. You know, it's stuff like that. easier either more you can eat or you restrict it less, you know. But usually it's always something more you can eat and still lose the weight. They have to find ways to make the food taste better. It's all about food, but it's still all-around breakfast. What? Carbohydrates? you know, your proteins, your starches and stuff like that in a a regular diet, either take away or add more. So in either way, unless you want a liquid diet or a vegetarian diet and, you know, stuff like that. But anyway, there's been so many diets here in America, you know, that people have started and stuff like that, you know. All right. Now, not to go so long-winded on this one, I just want to let you know about something. I don't talk about this a lot, but this is one of my favorites, and this is the routine that works for me. Let me give you a little story first, okay? I've been on a few diets, not a whole lot. I've been on a few diets because, like I said, I always had a problem with my weight, you know, and it kind of bothered me, embarrassed me a little bit, you know, especially my stomach. You know, you tired of walking around here. Sometimes my breasts look bigger, bigger as a woman's breasts. You know, I'm <laughs> tired of the fang hanging fat and everything like that. Stop it. A lot of you guys know what I'm talking about. time you running, you got like your whole body shaking. You can feel everything shaking and everything. It's embarrassing. You know, you don't want to have a, a, a tight shirt on. I got to the point that I had to wear bigger clothes because I didn't want nobody seeing all that fat hanging on me and stuff like that. It became embarrassing. A lot of you men and women can relate to that. I'm just being real. I ain't trying to hide nothing. I'm just being real, you know, to get it out there. And, you know, because being overweight is you feel belittled by, uh, if you're very conscious of your weight, you feel belittled more about yourself than somebody criticizing saying you're fat. It's more that you put yourself down because you started looking at somebody else that's not fat like you. So you feel you know you're fat, you're conscious of you overweight and stuff like that or obese. Now, people might get mad because I'm using the terms fat and stuff like that, because remember, this is a this is a political correct way you need to say it. This is a woke movie. You can't say fat no more. You can't use that term, you know. So if you are woke listening, you might as well just turn this off <laughs> because I'm gonna use Call something for what it is. I do use obese, but fat is fat. Just like it's on a meat or a steak. Fat is fat, you know. So, you know, I'm not trying to appease you about a woke way of saying things. You know, I, am, I don't care about that. You know, I'm just being real. But anyway, uh, I forget where I was going. But anyway, you know, that that's part of my story right there. My reason for losing weight was all then. More just looking better and feeling better. I didn't know too much about the uh the healthy part of it, you know, heart, lungs, and you know, you know, thyroids and liver and stuff like that. I I want to uh into that until later on. You know, I I I started diets. I remember Dick Gregory diet. Remember Dick Gregory? Anybody remember that diet? Dick Gregory was a powdered diet. And a lot of people, that was a fad. You could, you could either drink it two times a day or some people drank it three. And I remember I ordered Dick Gregory's and it was $16, I believe. Everybody know who Dick Gregory He was a comedian and an activist, you know, something like that. But anyway, he had a, a diet called the Dick Gregory Bahamian Diet. And it was a powder for him. And I used to... See that in the Jet Magazine. Remember Jet Magazine and all that stuff? And I used to hear about the Dick Gregory diet and everything like that, you know. I was in over 200 pounds then. Maybe about 220, 225, 230, you know. and uh, <clears throat> And I ordered it, you know, I ordered the diet and everything because people said it tasted. People was honest said it, they didn't like the taste, but most people said it tasted good. It depends what drink and what juice you put it in because you could put it in juice and everything like that if you wanted it to taste real good. So I just said, yeah, I get that, man. I ordered that stuff and everything. That's one of the nastiest stuff I ever taste, man. It just tastes like dry dirt or something. <laughs> well, dirt is <isn't> dry, <laughs> you know. It just tastes like almost like mud, you know. I I struggled. Uh, what's this in my nose I need to shave my my inside hairs in my nose I'm sorry <laughs> uh, but anyway uh, sorry to gross you out like that but it's aggravating me but anyway that stuff was so nasty man some of the worst stuff I taste I, I didn't lose no weight with that because I couldn't put up with the taste man so I just went on and kept doing what I was doing you know cause we grew up on a lot of stuff uh you remember government cheese and all that stuff and everything. We grew up on that stuff. You know, amazingly, a lot of people, and when we was little, we used to eat that stuff and it didn't bother us that much. You know, but I'm a. that's something else I want to talk about. So I tried many diets. I tried cutting back and everything. And uh not like they do today, intermediate fasting. I'm not talking about that. I don't know nothing about that. Only fast that I knew about was uh church fasting, what the church used to talk about fasting, get stronger, spiritually and everything. You know, that's, you know, people ain't talking about that fasting today. You know, that's what most of the church talk about, to get closer to God. That's what we were traditionally told, fasting. That's the only fasting I knew about. But what I'm talking about, just skipping meals just to lose weight and stuff like that. And not to seem to work that I can stick with, that I have seen results myself, or somebody came to me and said, "Man, you lost weight." Only time I really heard that is when I was in job corps because I was eating differently. I wasn't really eating what I wanted to eat because there was a a certain regiment, and job corps. They had lunch, they had dinner. I was in the job corps called job corps called Galconda, job corps, which is it was in Golconda, Illinois, which I never heard of. You probably haven't either, but it was somewhere close to uh. Southern Illinois, Champaign, Southern Southern Illinois University, and in Chicago, well, outside Chicago in Illinois, because that's where I'm from, Chicago. And I went to a job corps because I was very independent and everything. So I've done a lot of things independent. I didn't need a crowd to join nobody. I was just I was an independent person. So when I've done some, most of the time was it was by myself. I was just I was wanting to do something about myself and better myself, you know. But anyway, I went to job court, I stayed there a little over a year I was not I d I wasn't I didn't complete my G D or nothing like that. I just I was gang banging before I went and I was gang banging still. When I went in job court, so I didn't I didn't accomplish too much in job court, none of that. Well anyway. They had a certain regiment. We was like, we was almost on an island, so we couldn't go nowhere when we wanted to. There was no way to get off the island unless a bus came and got you, because you couldn't walk. You were all around woods. And you might get out there and get, I remember the famous name, Copperhead. That's the first time I heard of Copperhead snakes. You can't go out in the woods because you might get bit by a Copperhead, because Copperhead was, was kind of hot out there in southern Illinois. In the woods, because the job corps was in the woods. But I signed up for uh, uh, San Marcos, Texas. And that's the job call I wanted to go to in Texas because I always wanted to travel and go some other city far away. But unfortunately, I wasn't, I didn't choose for San Marcos, Texas. I got choose for Galconda. I was disappointed, but I went anyway. I I was reluctant to go, but I did win. My buddy Darren, uh, bless his heart, he's passed away now. He wound up going to Cincinnati later on down the line, Cincinnati job call. You know, but anyway. Uh, It was only a certain way we used to eat. So we had breakfast, we had lunch, we had dinner, they had a little snack thing that you can go and get a snack, but it closed a certain way. So we was kind of uh had a routine when it came to eating. But after that, so every day, oh, of course I lost some weight then, not because I was on a diet, just because I couldn't eat like I want to. So it was a kind of a routine, just like the military sometimes when you're stuck somewhere and you can't really get out. And but you ain't got no other choice but to stay in shape because it's all you can do. You can't buy what you want to buy. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, that's how that went in uh, Job Corps. Now, to, uh, to make a long story short, that minute's gonna be long. <laughs> uh, I have not found a diet that worked for me. Even some of the familiar dollars, I tried a little Weight Watchers, Slim Fast, and all that stuff. But none of us seem to uh, work for me or nothing like that. Now, When I moved to Mobile, Alabama, later on down the line, and uh, I wind up, you know, in Mobile, Alabama, and everything like that. Then I, uh, I ran into this. I'm going somewhere with this, okay? I know I I always got a long. I like to build up things because you know I know a lot of people don't like it, but I gotta have to do it. I hope it don't bother you as much. I hope you get something out of it, and. I was working at this hospital called Providence Hospital to speed it up some you know uh I was overweight then you know, and uh I heard this guy i seen this guy I knew him he was always heavy and uh he was fat, just put it that way he was obese, he was fat now I don't know about he was a bad health, but he was a nurse, a male nurse, or something like that. There was a lot of male nurses at the hospital but he was, he was fat. I remember him because he always looked like a, a a prejudiced white guy. I mean, he, I, you know, some people call him a redneck. You know, and I remember I was in the south of Alabama, so some people you can tell just, you know, don't like being around blacks too much. That's how I felt. I could be wrong, but he just looked like one of those typical, you know, rednecks he was loud or whatever like that. Never disrespected me, but I just had a feeling he was putting up with me because he did not have no choice. But I could be wrong. But anyway, uh, He stayed on the heavy side, fat side. But I noticed he was getting smaller and smaller. And I'm looking and I'm saying, what's going on? And I don't know how the conversation started. I'm not going to sit up and act like I remember, but uh, we finally got to conversation. And I noticed not only was he losing weight, but his personality was nicer. And, you know, he was more talkable, one and moody like he used to be. He was more talkable and everything like that. And I'm saying to myself, you know, I say now that a lot of that has to do because he feels better and he's losing that weight. Because I know a lot of weight can bring a lot of stress and depression to a lot of people. But uh, his personality changed. Not only was his weight loss, but his personality towards me and others kind of changed, you know. But anyway. You know, when something happened good in your life, if you feel, feel good, you want to tell everybody, I believe that's what happened with him. But anyway, we got to talking. I'm not saying this concrete. But we got to talking, and he said he was on this program called then Sugar Busters. Sugar Busters. And he explained what it was, you know, stopping sugar and stuff like that, slow down on sugar. And he said just doing that, he lost that weight. And that was hard for me to really grasp. Just stopping sugar? he was talking about the dangers of sugar. You know, when you learn a certain uh, way or how to do something and it's working for you, you, you you start breaking down and you do your research. It's just like the Bible I talked about earlier. When you got you have a certain Bible or translation, you need to know about it. Or something you have discovered by research, you want to tell everybody about it, how it helped you and it helped you to grow. This is the saying that he was explaining this weight loss uh, sugar busters program to me. Okay? and then i I was interested in it, and he told me about it and everything because i was i was i was i want to lose weight, so I don't know what happened between I don't remember, but as I was looking into the sugarbusters program. I have a brain fog. I don't remember how I got to this program, but I uh, ran into this program called the Atkins Diet. Now, a lot of you probably remember the Atkins Diet, Doctor Atkins. It's this diet it was called the Atkins Diet, and I've been hearing good reviews about the Atkins Diet. I forget who told me about that, but uh, where well, anyway? You know, I think somebody told me, and I, and I looked up the Atkins Diet, and. Uh, and I was reading reviews and stuff like that. And what what was it? The, they started coming up with words with uh insulin and uh ketones and stuff like that and whatever. That's the first time I heard of keto or ketones and stuff like that was the Atkins diet, you know? So you have the sugar buster out there, and then you have the Atkins diet. The sugar buster was basically stopping sugar, but you could eat everything else. But you just have to stop the sugar. So if you, whether it was low fat, low sugar, whatever, low sugar, whatever, like that, it wasn't so much. I don't think based on the carbohydrates, which has a lot of the sugar, but it was just stopping sugar. And that, just doing that, people have lost weight. I have, I've, I've seen that just stopping sugar, people have lost weight and gotten better health. But let me just digress. So I start studying up the Atkins, and I kind of like the Atkins better because at least you can eat more meals, and I learned the concepts of. Carbohydrates, I, I I researched and I learned the concepts according to this diet, but I never put it in play yet. Now, when I put the Atkins diet in play, I have amazing results. I was reading everybody else's reviews how they lost so much weight just cutting down carbohydrates. I didn't know too much about no carbohydrates, man. I didn't really know what no carbohydrate was. I'm being honest. I didn't. But I learned what a carbohydrate was back Studying that diet. That's how I learned. Like a lot of things I know now, I study because I'll be I don't know what that is. You know, I, never, I, I, I didn't grow up in a house talking about carbohydrates. And protein and stuff like that. Sugar, I knew about, but carbohydrates and protein that didn't, that didn't get taught in my family. <laughs> so, how much and what is bad? So that's why how I learned about you know the difference between high carbs and low carbs. I started researching that Atkins diet and stuff like that. So, and then it was very affordable. The reason why it was affordable because you're not ordering like you do Weight Watchers and stuff like that. They food you go back to the store and cook it the way you want to yourself. You know, so it was a certain type type of level you have to be on with the Atkins diet to get into this so-called thing called ketosis. And then once you get into that so-called thing called ketosis, that's a sign that uh, the insulin has gone down, the inflammation and stuff, and you start to lose water first. And then such and such a thing like that after that. If anybody know about the keto, if you own know the and stuff like that, you know what I'm talking about. Many people don't know about the Atkins diet. The Atkins diet is the granddaddy of them all. I'm just being honest, Atkins diet. So I've I done the Atkins diet, and uh, I was, it was a stage, the quick weight loss, where you can lose up to 7 to 15 pounds in one week. That still sounded foreign to me. Honestly, I, food, you can lose weight by eating all this meat and green vegetables for the fast start diet. How could you lose weight eating all this bad meat? Because traditionally, we was we was part of the thing eating too much meat and steak and chicken was bad for you. Even the FDA taught that. There was more vegetable uh, teaching us and everything like that. Man, there's a lot I got to say about that. So, in my mind tra- you, you, tradition is so bad, man. I'm talking about traditions in, a, in in my Christianity right now. I'm telling you how powerful tradition is. tradition we you know it gets so embedded in you everything and it makes you reluctant. you just cannot believe it because you've been traditionally told this is gonna work and you need to keep doing this or you need to stay this way. you understand what I'm saying? So the only way I can see, What's results happening is I didn't have a problem with the Atkins because I love meat. I love the meat. then I love the eggs. I love the cheese and all that was allowed. Any type of meat, any type of cheese with seasoning was allowed in the Atkins diet. You know, especially with the first, uh, the fast start Atkins diet. Just make sure you put some green vegetables. Not red vegetables, not colored vegetables like tomatoes but green vegetables. So I ate a lot of string beans and stuff like that. So that was known as good carbs. The vegetables was known as good carbs. Starches like rice and macaroni and cheese and none of that stuff, I could not eat. I could not eat, you know. And most of the stuff I couldn't afford at that time anyway, so it didn't bother me. Like, I missed it. I I didn't eat a lot of that anyway. But, you know, but I ate a lot of, you know, stuff like that, fast starches, but I didn't know it was a bad carbohydrate then. I learned that from the Atkins diet. So I went on a diet and To make a long story short, you know, within four or five months, was it that long? Maybe lesser, but altogether within three to five months, I believe I lost over 60 something pounds just eating uh, a lot of meat, a lot of chicken and green vegetables, but the first week or two, I lost it quick. And I can tell. I could tell the way I was moving. And I could tell the way, you know, certain things like that. I lost it very fast. The Atkins diet. Okay. I said about 60 some pounds and I was eating just, I went past the 14 day because I was losing weight so quick and I felt so good and I kept getting all these compliments. Joe, what are you doing? And I started telling everybody else. You know, like a kid found a good sucker. I start telling everybody else about this diet. And then all of a sudden people start uh, getting on this diet and they start losing weight. I start sending results not only in myself, but I start sending in others also. But I stayed past the 14-day cycle because according to the Atkins diet, you know, you want to go – High protein and very low, between fifteen to twenty grams of carbohydrates, to get the fast weight off. Water goes start first, and then the other weight and everything. So I done that, blah, blah blah blah, went through that and everything. But I went beyond that. Why? Because I was so excited, I was losing weight and I felt so good. I felt like that guy from the Sugar Busters lost that weight. Everybody was complimenting me and everything, you know. And uh, but what slowed me down with the Atkins diet? True story is. Man, I started getting woozy, and I started feeling, uh, not drowsy, it was weird, I started feeling weak. I started feeling weak, and I started reading up more at the diet and everything like that, but I thought it was because I wasn't eating enough vegetables. I thought it was because I heard people say that. I thought it was because I wasn't eating enough vegetables. I started feeling woozy and stuff like that, you know. That what, that's what got me off the Atkins diet. So when I started talking to people and I started thinking about myself, I started adding more carbs. And, and when I started adding more carbs, you know, I didn't feel as woozy no more. And then after a while, it was hard to get back on this cycle with the Atkins diet. Now, that's the first time I've done the Atkins diet. And the Atkins diet, Atkins diet was the only diet I've been on that, that, that really took the weight off me fast, too. So that cycle does work. See, I have proof of that. It does work. Let me go further. Years later, when I was in California, I went on that same diet again. Why did I go back on that same diet? not another diet because I know that diet worked because I've seen the results. Then I went on another diet that had a program that you have to eat uh, meat six, six times a day was the regimen of this program. Same type of thing, but at least six small meals a day. I went on one of those, and that worked too because it was mostly just meat and vegetables, and you had a little more, but I did lose weight. Not as fast as after that, but I did lose weight. Why did I stop that diet? Because they only wanted you to eat bland food. Bland, no seasoning, and none of that. And the man, I gotta have some taste on my food, man. So I, I didn't keep up with that, because I got tired of eating just plain. I, I was fooling myself. Man, it wasn't good, man. Because I couldn't add seasoning or nothing on this diet, but I lost some weight as well. So those two diets that's basically almost close together, one just too bland. You couldn't add seasoning to it, you know, so it was always a red flag. Okay. Now, going forward today, uh, the actors, you heard bad news about actors, you had, you you heard bad, out, you know, you know, a lot of people talk bad about actors and everything like that, they put it down, and whether doctors put it down, when they said Dr. Atkins slipped and when he fell and he died, I was kind of bothered, because I liked the Dr. Atkins, because I like the Dr. Atkins because this man created a diet with science. And it, I, and it was proven to make you lose weight because I'm one of the students that lost weight. So I know high meat, high protein, and low carbs, you will lose weight. Ain't no maybe or if. You will lose weight. It's just a matter of sticking with it where you don't understand it. Okay. So I know that worked in everything all of a sudden, you know, I've tried other things, you know, I lost weight and whatever like that, but through my life that diet was always the one I went on if I wanted to use a few pounds or feel a little better and it usually always worked even if you didn't go on it perfectly it worked when you cut down on your carbs, see so I know by science personally that diet works you know, that diet works, all right Okay, you probably know where I'm going now. Okay, up to today, a few years ago, I started hearing about, see, they had all kinds of diets and everything like that. Then I started hearing about people, the fat was keto. I said, why was it keto? And I put two and two together. I used to hear that term in the Atkins diet. And I started hearing keto, you know. And uh, that was a fad diet and people was losing weight like crazy on this keto diet. I kept wondering, I wondered if that had something to do like the high carb, low and whatever like that. I wasn't sure, but uh, that was a hot diet keto. I mean, a lot of people was on keto. We had entertainers. You had a lot of people, you know, uh, athletes, a lot of them was on keto. And I wanted to find out what this keto was because it just, what is this keto? Then I looked up keto and I found out, oh, you know. Not I said okay I see what it is see the difference with the keto and the Atkins keto was like Atkins on uh, steroids <laughs> that's all keto is nothing but like an Atkins so this group that's getting this keto out there uh, if they're honest they would they know they got that science and all that discovery from the Atkins because Atkins is still out there okay Now I'm gonna give you a difference on these programs. Keto to me is just like the Atkins diet on steroids. In other words, remember I told you about when I went too long on a 14-day fast a start diet with the Atkins and I got all wounds and whatever like that? The Keto is a diet that you basically just live that way for the rest of your life. Very high protein and very low carbs. It's not no certain 14-day. It's just that they are stricter on the protein. You can use any type of season, any type of meat or anything like that, fish, chicken or whatever like that, as long as it's just baked and broiled or cooked or whatever like that, any type of meat, you know, but less vegetables or that's uh allowed. What was allowed in the actus program was not allowed in the keto. You see what I'm saying? That didn't excite me much because I've been there, done that. I know the science of that and I know it works. I know it works. I know the effects uh, because I, I went on the actors more than once and lost considerable weight. I've done it in uh, Mobile and I've done it in San Diego, California and i introduced to others and I've seen a lot of guys at my job in California lose weight. You know, because you got to drink a lot of water, too. And I seen them personally lose weight because they was wondering, how did I lose all that weight? That was the second time I went on the Atkins. And I told them, and those people and this guy named John Mountain and his wife. I didn't see his wife, but I seen the weight he lost. And I felt good because I was helping people to learn how to lose weight. I felt confident of telling people about the Atkins. Why? Because I know the Atkins work. But... What I added with and I prepared them for is your body is gonna be times when you feel weak because I educated myself about uh uh the body resisting not having sugar. So you're gonna feel weird, you're gonna feel woozy, you might feel nauseated. It was lightheadedness for me. I didn't have headaches or nothing like that. I just felt lightheaded. And I know that they call it now, but I'm gonna get into that. So I explained that to them and everything like that, as far as that So. Because I, I've been on it before, and I understood later on what that meant. They're, they called it the uh, keto food, which is a sign of your body resisting, your body getting used to not having sugar, which is a good thing. It's almost like if you want a drug or alcoholic or anything like that, and they go through those withdrawals when they trying to stop you, you have to put them in the room sometimes, and your body goes crazy, and they think it's because they ain't got that drug. No, it's because it's working, and your body... Is getting used to not ha- having that junk getting into you. So sugar is considered junk like any other drug. So you go through those, that keto flu, that draw. I did not know that then when I first got on the act. That's what made me stop. But the second time I got on the act, I knew that then. So I learned how to get through that. And it does go away. But I still bounce right back off of it. And sometimes, if you're not financially set, it's hard to stay on the diet because you can't afford meat all the time. You get kind of low on money. And then that leads to stacking other things when you're low on money. That's what, especially the Atkins diet, because protein and low carbs is the key. So when you don't have a lot of money, you start going back to the protein team, like chips and rice and stuff like that that you can find cheap. And that will kill. Uh, the ketosis and the Atkins diet. So those two times I've done that. So I knew by signs though, if you stick with it, the Atkins Atkins diet works. But you got to stick with it, and uh, you know, now. When I heard about the keto, I knew why they was losing weight, and I wasn't surprised. It didn't shock me because I already knew about ketosis and all that, you know, so none of that surprised me, and I know by the signs, low carbs, high protein, you're going to lose weight unless you really got a bad thyroid problem or something, but you're going to lose weight because the problem, the, the, your problem of losing weight anyway is not the meat and the protein. It is the bad carbs. And I didn't know that. Then I educated myself later. So the keto diet, I knew it work, You know, so I, you know, the beautiful thing about that because I say, well, I Just go. If I'm going on a diet, I'm going on a low carb every time. That was me. I'm going on a low carb. If I want to lose a few pounds, for a person want to lose a few pounds, you go on a low carb diet. Which they call keto now. You go on a low carb. If you want to lose a few pounds, especially of an obese person, or even a person a little overweight, go on them. The more heavier you are, the faster the weight come off. If you just talk about two or three pounds, you don't need to act this dad. You know, nothing like that, but I'm getting to more. Jazz. Well, anyway, that's the keto diet. All right. All right. Fast forwarding to now. I know it went long. Fast forwarding to now. Okay. I tried the keto diet just by name. I knew the keto diet and the Atkins diet was just about the same to me. Like I said, I just call the keto diet the Atkins diet on steroids because it required a stricter program of eating more protein. If you're a meat lover, you don't mind eating all that beef and pork and chicken. It wouldn't bother you. But even eating the same thing uh it plays out out the world. That must makes you cheat and whatever like that. And you are losing the weight, but you got to, I have learned that you have to make it a lifestyle, not just to lose weight. You have to make it a new routine of a lifestyle, you know, not just to lose weight. And I'm going to tell you why I'm saying that, you know, because you're going to lose the weight, you know, if you do it right, you're going to lose the weight. All right. So I done little keto. I used to, they. They got a program called Factor. That mean, they. They it's, it's already pre-made keto dinners. They got them in the supermarkets too, but it's already pre-made. So I started doing that, ordering the dinners. Pretty good dinners too. It's pretty good. But I got to the point I keep I couldn't. Have, uh, couldn't afford doing that. Why? Because at that time, I didn't have my own place. And in order to really to be successful on this type of diet, you got to have your own place. Therefore, you have your own stove and you can just have the kitchen by yourself. And when you stand with somebody, it's hard to stay on those diets unless you got some money in your pocket. Because you don't have nowhere to cook it. You have to keep buying out. And then sometimes that bothers you financially. you know, files, everything like that. So I kind of went through that off and on and everything. So that's, that's what kind of kept me all fat, not because it wasn't working, you know, and I went through the fact of same keto flu. But this time when I went to the wooziness, I didn't stop because I knew what it was. I knew it was working. If you don't feel that wooziness, something's not right. When you feel that wooziness, that means you know your body is changing. Your insulin is going down, you know, and stuff like that. That means your body is resist, is getting used to eating off his off its own fat. And um, which many doctors believe that was bad, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about something that that's even false information or uh, information out of ignorance. And anyway, I done a keto, off and on, and from there I've been doing a keto off and on I, I, from there. Then I went on a bird, ate, uh, a little spurge of eating cakes, especially German chocolate and stuff like that, you know. But I got to the point my body was in a, a in a situation that I didn't eat a lot of sweets. You know, but I still would eat some bad carbs and macaroni. But I did. I was kind of getting turning off sweets now. I ate a cake once in a while, and I was so. I, my, I was getting in that cycle anyway. Well, anyway, uh, let go down the line, and I was talking about my, my my phase in my heart. No matter how I looked at at other, other diets, I knew the only uh, diet plan for me was high protein, low carb. Because of my slow metabolism and my I lose weight quick, but I also pick it back up, so it's something I have to make a lifestyle to stay on. I don't have a problem losing weight I do that quick, but it's just staying on it maintenance is my problem, and maintenance is most people's problems sticking on, especially if you're obese and you don't exercise a lot. you know maintenance of keeping it off is always been an issue, not the losing it, but the keeping it off with most. Uh, overweight people. Keeping it off. Not losing it. And uh, so I start and this is the first time. You've probably heard of it too. Now I'm going to tell you the program I'm on now. I don't even really call it a diet. And I have a lot of science behind it and stuff like that. You know what this program is? And it's been proven by many doctors that A diet that we, most Americans, should have been on anyway. It's the low-carb, high-protein diet, period. But traditionally, we was told that by the FDA and other doctors and scientists, they were told the same thing, high vegetables, carbs, and little meat because red meat is bad for you, this and whatever like that. That's the FDA way of telling you about how to stay healthy and stuff like that. And... It ain't like, see what's getting me now, when I hear the study on it, I hear other doctors saying it, and I hear whistleblowers saying this about different programs. When it comes to the government, I'm, I wasn't even shocked, man. What, what have they have not lied to us about for money? What have they have not, well, I don't even know to say that right. The government has lied to us so much. Why wouldn't I believe they lied to you now about health? So I knew that a few years ago. This is nothing new. I knew Big Pharma was, I knew Big Pharma's uh, money was in everybody, most everybody's pocket, even healthcare, even the FDA, even the CDC. I already knew that. I knew they was creating food already to make us fat, to make us unhealthy.
0: We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts
1: Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at usaa.com slash bundle. USAA. Restrictions
2: apply. Because if we want unhealthy, they cannot make no money. See, remember I made a, uh I talked about something, the ones that the ones that uh causes the cause, the problem, those are the same ones that try to rescue you. They cause it. And then they want to be the ones that help you. But they don't really help you. They keep you on it. It's like Band-Aid. Now, it's articles. It's whistleblowers. it's a lot of things already out. That's proven what I'm saying. Americans' diet is not to help you to get healthy. It's to keep you sick. It's about to ka You see what I'm saying? It's to keep you sick. So they come up with programs and tell you, how to lose weight, eat all these vegetables, especially green vegetables, eat this much fruit, but stay away from a lot of meat. That's the routine, especially in America. Stay away from a lot of meat. That was the that was the that's the teaching that they give us. Now I don't expect everybody agree with me, but you can do the research yourself. Don't ask your regular doctor because they part of the program saying vegetables exercise, blah blah, blah 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 blah. Okay, well I'm not saying it's bad. No I'm not saying it. But I never heard I heard it. I know about the high protein and the uh, low carb. will make it, you can lose weight, but I didn't know as much as how good it for is. You will get most of all your nutrients and vitamins just eating a lot of meat. I ain't talking about protein shakes and stuff like that. I'm just talking about eating a lot of meat, animal meat. Okay, that's where I'm going now because this is the new <laughs> old but new and many doctors believe it's the original way that man is supposed to be eaten to stay healthy, not only lose weight but health benefits we was told the reverse way and we was told that way because they wanted to keep us sick now what do I mean by that? why someone as powerful as America with all the resources and all the wealth we got and the healthcare system, we are the sickest and most overweight people in the world. I didn't think about that at first, and I said, wow, we're the most sickest and overweight people of the world. With all this money, all these nutrition's program, nutrition programs, all these medicines, all these vitamins. But we're the sickest overweight people in the world. We have the sickest kids in the world. We have the highest rate, I believe, in autism than any other country. We have the most kids overweight. Now, I heard 25% of our kids are pre-diabetics. 25% of children is pre-diabetics. You know what the uh, big pharma and all them would say, the health medical, they would say it's the parents' fault. They would say It's genetic. (laughs) <laughs> wow. I'm laughing, but it's with anger. We've been hoodwinked and bamboozled. We've been hoodwinked and bamboozled. I can't ignore it no more because it's too obvious. How in the world, we're the most overweight, obese, and most sickest people in the nation, but we're the most richest and wealthiest. I have so much land. and But the sickest, weakest prescription drug fill in different households and people not getting no better now they call dementia another stage of diabetes yes they call dementia another stage of diabetes now america's health is getting worse people are getting fatter kids are getting pre dementia they're getting pre diabetes and they are getting fatter but we have the best healthcare system and the best nutrition program. We have the SNAP program. They don't call it food stamps no more. That's too derogatory. It's too racist. And I just heard about that. Why they changed the name to SNAP. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait. SNAP. That's why they don't call it food stamps no more. It's too derogative. You know. Walk movement. I didn't know that until this doctor told me. That's why they don't use that term. And who could tell you what's going on behind the doors was going on the health system and doctor system than somebody that was part of the program and worked in those programs. What's their real reason? He breaking down the real reason Coca-Cola do what they do. It's never they know many countries know Americans love food and sweets and carbohydrates and junk. They know we do. We have some of the best restaurants. See, some of the best restaurants. And when you talk about planting your own garden or slaughtering your own pig these days, many people think, oh, man, that played out. They don't do that no more. Remember they used to still do that in the South and it looked like old-fashioned to us? Slaughtering pigs and cleaning them and everything, eating all that other stuff out of the animals and everything. We just did that. Man, ugh, I ain't going to eat that. Not knowing that that stuff was good for us. We've been told that pork could kill you left and right. Now, I'm not, people looking at me funny, but I'm just saying, is it really the pork? <laughs> or a combination of things that's messing people up? Because a doctor said it was pork, or this person said it was pork, or the psychologist said it was pork, because they were trained to say that? Is it really was a pork that messed people up, that made people don't want to eat pork? A lot of people, I believe most people say they don't eat pork because they was trained. It's either for religious reason reason, you know, they don't eat pork. Biblical reason, they believe they, they can't eat pork. I'm talking that's what I mean by religious reason. Or they was told that pork, too much pork was bad for you. Oh, you hear the term too much of anything is bad for you. A lot of things that was mostly was they was talking about bad for you was usually is always meat. I mean they Steaks change so much. You can't eat steaks well done. You can't eat steaks that's rare. You can't do this. You can't do it. You see the cycle how many times that changed? Eggs is good for you. Eggs is not good for you. Don't eat the whites. Only eat the yellow. Don't eat the yellows. Only eat the white. And I start thinking about it. Man, you see how that stuff kept changing? Why? Is it really the food or what they put in it? I was listening to this young lady today. She was talking about milk. Now, I don't drink milk too because of my lactose, you know. But I couldn't let her go with this. She was talking about I don't drink milk because milk does this whatever like that. Milk is dangerous and milk like that. That's why I don't drink milk. And she was saying something about uh, milk. It's, and I had to be very specific. I said, oh, and she was saying something about milk. And I told her, I said, oh, uh, milk is not the problem. And she kind of looked at me. She said, what you mean? I say milk just coming out of a cow before it went into a shopper machine, before it got all that other stuff in it, pasteurizing and all that stuff they put in it, before that milk is fine. People drank a lot of that milk out of animals today, not the cows. It's when they start putting all that stuff and adding lactose sugar and all that other stuff in it, <clears throat> people became lactose. It ain't because it came out of the animal, it's because when uh, people got a hold to, when these companies in America got a hold to it, they started doing different things, putting names on it, homogenes and and all that other chemicals in it that make you sick. You ever think about that? And she kind of looked at me and she said, yeah, I said, well, that's a cow. Now, I'm not saying i am like a cow coming right out of the breast because that turns me out. I'm not saying that. But believe me, the majority of the issues, and I'm not saying it's not bad milk coming out of the cow, but my point is it's when they get into uh, the health system or the healthcare care system, and they start adding things to it that make stuff bad. When you buy out of stores, you get sick. They say is this. All these names they call these you know, too much grains, too much this. It's because of what they put in it. I believe some of the healthiest people when they grow it in their own yard or they slaughter the animals themselves. It's just when they get to these shops, they start adding things to make it grow bigger or they put things in them to the point it's going to make you sick. Did it start off their way? No, but later on down the line, they know they have to make a profit. See, they have to put stuff in restaurant foods like McDonald's and everything like that. To the point, they put some type of preservatives in there that make you addicted to these fast foods. See, you start loving White Castles and McDonald's and stuff like that because it, you it's like a drug. You eating all that stuff, the bread and the buns and everything like that, you know, files that, but the and everything that you start feeling hearing about meat poisoning and stuff like that, and whatever, you start hearing all of that. Some of that is true, but the majority of it's what they put in it Cause America is stuck on taste. Not what's good for you. You're stuck on taste. See? Now, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, nothing, but that's common sense, man, what's going on, what's been going on in our country, okay? Back in the day, even before I was born, people used to get certain milk at their door, and then they have all that stuff in it, what they got in milk now. If you do a a, a data test, I bet you any amount of money, and I don't bet, that what they got in milk now, they weren't put it in it then. People could drink milk all day long. You didn't hear nothing too much about lactose. What starts lactose? It's what they put up in there. They start putting that lactose sugar up in there. It ain't the milk itself, it's what they put in it. That makes a person lactose intolerant, like myself. You know, it's what they put in it. I grew up drinking a lot of milk. It never bothered me. People might say it's because of your age. No, it's what they put in it more now. And it was a buildup. It was a buildup of time. I really believe. Now I can't even drink a little cream without a tearing my stomach up. And now they call it with my age, but it ain't the milk. Is what they put in it. See, Joe, I'm gonna give you an example. I I, uh, I heard of lactose free milk because I didn't know why milk made me sick. I never heard of lactose, and I found out what lactose was. Then I had I heard of lactose free milk. And when I started drinking lactose-free milk, I didn't get sick compared to the lactose milk. So that tells you right there is what they're putting in it. Just taking lactose sweetener out of there, I did not get sick of a milk. Man, I was, I felt good drinking milk like I used to again, man, because I love the taste of milk. You notice it wasn't the same taste because, of course, the lactose milk tastes a little, little better than lactose-free. It's just like fat-free, sugar-free. You have to get used to it, but it's better for you, you know. That was after artificial sweeteners got bad. but my point is, you know. You feel better. It's just like when you stop eating sugar, you feel better and you drop weight. Is that a coincidence? No. It ain't good for us. But we grew up thinking it was because we were stuck on taste. We were sold on taste. They promoting cocoa, Pops and stuff saying it's better than meat and all that now. It's better than breakfast, plain old breakfast. You, you, I'm hearing about a lot of stuff now, man, it's to keep our children. The children are going through so much, man. They're going through bad diets at school. They're going through this. they get forced to these shots, immunization shots, including the PJ Vax, the vaccine COVID-19 shots. They're they, they killing our kids purposely. I'm not saying all of them, but they're they destroying our kids kids are so hyper now, man. they running everywhere, man. But you ask the doctor, oh, that's because I, you know, you can look up something. Why else kids are so hyper now? Oh, it could be for many things. But there's no data proving that sugar and stuff makes the kids happy and everything. They always say something like that. And whenever they say it ain't because of this, I mean, it is. They're trying to have it. So I just ask for the heck of it, you know, because I know they're going to say the opposite. They're going to say the opposite. <laughs> oh, that's that's misinformation. That's false information. The minute they say that, you know it's true. So, the diet that I'm on now is called the carnivore diet, or some people call it the lion diet. Now, what is the carnivore and what is the lion diet? Why do they call it that? Because carnivore, first of all, means meat eater. And most carnivore animals are meat eaters, lions and, you know, bears and stuff like that. You know, now cows don't eat meat, but you can still eat their meats. But I'm just saying every animal don't eat meat. You have vegetarian animals. But carnivore means meat eating animals. Carnivore means meat eater. Okay? Just like the lion's diet is the same as the carnivore. Now, what is the carnivore? I just said that. You serve on a lot of meat. Mainly a lot of beef. You can eat any type of meat including chicken and fish. But it's something about beef they put emphasis on. That's the carnivore. Carnivores mean meat eater. Eat a lot of meat. Okay? Uh, Same as the lion diet. Same thing. Now, and very, very, even to no carbohydrates. Ooh, none. Now, remember I said I'm going to tell you the difference between these three diets? Remember, the Atkins diet, oh, excuse me, was from the beginning, about 15 to 20 grams of carbs, and then you build up your carbs after you lost your weight. Is in a cycle of ketosis. And you lose your weight. You build up your carbs, okay? That's the Atkins diet. Now the keto diet is more stricter because it keeps you low in carbs. You know, it's really no time you build up the carbs. They don't recommend it, you know, to keep it for the weight man. It's to get to your desired weight, you stay somewhat on a keto. You might can kick it up a little bit and stuff like that. But uh that's the keto diet. It's like uh keto, it's like Atkins on steroids. The carnivore diet. Or the lion diet, is like the low-carb diet on an atomic bomb. (laughs) On an atomic bomb. Why? Because you just about restrict all bad carbs, period. You practically don't really eat no carbs. It's not even recommended for vegetables on a carnivore diet. Is just basically meat. Now, this is what I want to let you guys know. I'm not trying to recommend this to you, but I'm going to tell you this right now. High protein and low carb is the best diet for me to lose weight. Okay, that's the best diet for me to lose weight. Now, when I seen the keto, that was pretty strict enough. Oh, uh, for me that was kind of. I said I don't know if I can do that. You know, I like some of my carbs, so that's why I dipped or whatever like that. But I know the results always came the same. I lost some weight. And I don't time to go on the keto. Woo, 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 but a little bit on the keto. On a keto diet. Now, the carnivore diet. What got me turned on on the carnivore diet, the meat eaters diet. Yeah, I like to eat meat, but I don't eat meat like I used to, but I like to eat meat. But I, get, I educated myself. Uh, I seen the results. I seen the breakthroughs. And I seen the results was more than just losing weight. People had a lot of incredible results with their health that the other two I didn't hear too much about. And then they explained why. And uh, people, diabetes was cured, eyesight, uh, other type of uh, things was happening with people besides their weight loss. They had so much better health that they didn't even talk about their weight loss. This is real. They didn't even talk about their weight loss. They talked about the other things, whatever like that, you know, what happened with their body, because a lot of them was in chronic bad shape, and they went on this kind of raw diet, and it's miraculous to them. I'm, I'm very careful when I use miracles. I don't say it's miraculous. I just say it's something that the way we're supposed to be eating anyway. I, I'm convinced. Okay, you might not be, but for me so far. Okay, but the health benefits, not only the weight loss, but the health benefits got me of people being, you know, one guy, uh, brain fog is a big part of, you know, being obese and eating bad foods. And a lot of things they was mentioning, I was I was having those issues. I said, wow. And they said that's, that's the main thing. The health reasons, especially diabetes, uh, people went as far as dementia. It cured some of the dementia and stuff like that. That's why I'm I just advocate. There's a cure for just about anything, even cancer. But the, uh, the health people are not going to tell you that. They don't want you to know that. Yeah, it's a cure for cancer. Oh, yeah, it is. I, I have no doubt. And sometimes it's just food. Now, I ain't talking about when you're in the fourth and last stage. That's basically just too late. But I'm just saying it is cures for cancer and all kind of stuff without it getting that far. But uh, the medical system and uh, big pharma's not going to let you know that because they won't make no money if everybody knew natural things that can cure them. Godly natural things that can cure you. They don't want you to know that. They'll lose billions and billions of dollars because it's a multi, multi-billion dollar industry. So, their plan is to keep you sick. See? That's why they can know it, a lot of things. This is why they can know it, people dying from the vaccine shots. This is why they can know all these other things. And, that's why they can know it like that, like it's nothing. They keep pumping out medicine, they keep pumping out vaccines, they keep pumping out better. You know, they'll call certain things back. You know, like the fentanyl, the opioids, and stuff store, store like that. They'll call that back. But the things that's bringing in a lot of money, they don't call them back. And they just as dangerous as opioids and fentanyl and all that stuff. Okay. Well, anyway, let me digress. The carnivore diet is a high, super high nuclear bomb diet. That I have no doubt that the is diet, if you just done the meat, if I would have got through the keto flu, man, I'd be among probably the best shape I am right now because I didn't know what the keto flu was. I didn't know that was part of the resistance. It's the same type of resistance that drug dealers and alcoholists got to get through. Once you get through that cycle, usually you're fine. It's just getting through that cycle. It's the cycle that slowed me down the first time, see? And that cycle, what the cycle they're talking about now, I'm in that cycle now. But by me, being there before, I I'm, I'm, I feel good, not in a physical sense, but I know that cycle is because I haven't been eating no sugar or no carbs, and I've been on a strict uh Low carb, I mean low carb, very low carb only carbs I might eat is uh organic ketchup or something like that you know and and this and uh sweeteners, not you know the uh the creams that you put in your coffee that's the only carbs I've been eating not far as good, just that's just say five carbs I've been only eating about a day. I used to drink regular Gatorade and I stopped that. Why? Because I'm looking at the other benefits besides weight loss. I already lost some weight. My weight is coming off. <laughs> I'm going to show you uh, after picture. I should have showed it before. But my weight is coming off. You know, if I said I already feel a little loosely, I just got to get through the keto flu now. You know, it's not a virus flu. It's just a resistance that you got to get through when you change in your whole, when you stop carbs, which is bad for you anyway, bad carbs. Uh, we grew up. We didn't know all that macaroni and cheese and stuff was bad for us and stuff like that. But it is, it is because of the change of our body. Back in, you know, uh, oh, I've been here too long. Let me, let me hurry up. But before I go any further, that's the diet. I'm, a, I'm on a carnivore diet, so I'm on a high protein diet, and I don't even tell a lot of people about it because people they hear they think you lost your man or whatever like that. But I'm going to show you results, and I'm going, to, I'm looking for results. Uh, more than just losing weight on this carnivore diet, you know. And the reason I'm telling you this is not to tell you to go on it or whatever. Like that. I'm just telling you this because I was talking about my phases. This is the weight loss and the part of my physical phase. The other one is oral and other things I want to do. You know, as, far as my teeth and as, far as everything else. I want to do that. But this is one of the diets. This is the diet that I'm cont- I'm going to make a lifestyle. Now, would I ever eat carbs again? Sure, I will. But I would never eat as much because just being on it this little time, I have no desire for no carbs. And now I know I don't need now a lot of people go book their ass and they hear this. I don't need no vegetables. Not I don't even need fruits. <laughs> uh we was told we need fruits and vegetables in our diet. I know this sounds foreign to a lot of people, just like my Bible teaches sound foreign to a lot of people. But it's working the word of God. And one doctor says something I often say, when it's the majority something people doing, that means something is not right. When the majority of people say, whether it's religiously, spiritual Bible, if it's a majority that's doing the same thing, usually when minority say something or come up with something, usually the minority is right. So... Stop following the majority. My point is, that's what I'm doing now. You know what I'm saying? Somewhat results in everything. And on this diet, yes, you will lose it as fast as the uh, Atkins diet. You know? And keto, why? Because you're only eating protein real good. Now, when I say eating steak and stuff and pork rinds, I'm talking about the fat, too. They recommend you eat everything. We look at it as crazy. Man, fat is bad for you. We've been told that. See, we've been told that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We've been told that. You know, don't eat that, whatever, like that. I remember I used to watch people eat bones, and I said, Man, how you eat bones? Like that's even good for you. See, <laughs> I know you never heard this, because uh, I haven't. That, that's even good for you. But anyway, it's called the carnivore diet. Look it up, Google it up on AI. The carnivore diet is not recommended for everyone. But it's good for everyone. Let me say this again. It's not recommended for everyone, but it's good for everybody. But no, everybody can just eat protein of uh, meat-wise. I can get that. So you might want to do the vegan or whatever like that. But what works for me and the benefits I'm looking for, not only weight loss, but the health benefits, that's, that can help me, okay? So that's going pretty good, and I will keep you updated. I will be honestly keeping you updated on that, okay, church? All right. Now, I'm going to leave right now, but, you know, that was just a break from the, uh, the history of the Christian teaching on the King James Version. So I'm going to get right back to that, you know. And I just want to give you an update or tell you about this, this diet, you know, and you. I, I just advise you do your research and look up with everything like that. You're going to have your positives and negatives and everything like that. And just like I tell you in this series, I'm doing, do your own research and everything like that. Look at the data, or whatever like that, because here in America we it's called reverse. We've been told so many things that was bad for us was really good for us because of the kajing. See. Your doctor would never tell you to eat a lot of meat. They was trained to tell you vegetables some carbs and whatever like that, but they're doing the opposite in your kid's school. They're doing the opposite in these stores. They tell you to eat right, but they still pumping stuff in these stores. You all kind of junks and high, high, you know, restaurants. You have doctors still eating at restaurants. And it's a shame you have doctors with big bellies. You have fat doctors and everything, overweight doctors and everything, but telling you what you need to do about your health. Hmm, something ain't right about that. This is Joseph Brownlee. Body of Christ, real talk. Please research this stuff. So, the diet that I'm doing, I'm experimenting now. And I'm in that keto stage because I feel a little wooziness, which is a good thing to me. It was tough for me to get through it at first, but I, now I can, I know it's going to go away because I've been there, done it. Oh no, you know. And that's what usually slow a lot of people down is the keto flu, they call it. It's not a virus, but it's just that it feels like a virus. It's just part of your body withdrawn. You know, so my body, I want my body to change and get used to this lifestyle of eating. But I will keep you updated on this. God bless you. Now I want to get back to a spiritual diet, which is the word of God, which is salvation. The way to be saved. Today is more important than any type of weight loss or uh, a good way of eating or whatever like that. You know, your spiritual well-being, whether you're fat, whether you're skinny, whatever. Is salvation. Physical exercise, like Paul said, it's good. But spiritual is much better. Yes, work on your health. Do those things. Whatever diet satisfies you, go ahead and do it. But spiritual exercise is much better. Just have to do it. Some people are fitness fanatics. Just imagine if he was a rightly divided Bible fanatic, and there's nothing wrong with that. How strong you grow in the things of God, not only for yourself, but be that ambassador that goes out into Your neighborhood is your world, okay? Down the street is your world. You don't have to go to other countries. If you do, that's good too, but you don't have to. That was for another program. You don't have to. We're not required to do that. We're not the Great Commission. We are the ambassadors to reconcile this and tell them about the reconciliation program that is offered to us because God reconciled himself back to us 518 or 2nd Corinthians now we can be reconciled back to him by believing what Jesus did see we are ambassadors okay so the spiritual aspect, the spiritual salvation is more important than any, any diet or lifestyle or financial thing which I'm going to talk about later that all of this stuff, your eternal salvation. No matter what I talk about, I'm going to always end it with an opportunity for you to be eternally secured. Because you can, we could be gone any minute. No matter how good health you are, things happen. Things happen, you know, while we're on this earth. 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4 is the gospel of salvation for today. If the catching away of the church, the rapture happened today, the gospel of salvation is over. The gospel of the grace of salvation, there's no more. You can't get saved no more. That way. That's it. Under the gospel of salvation, your sins are already been forgiven. All your sins, past, present, and future. But if you get, if you see, Mr. Catching away of the church, and Jesus can't get his church today, and we all, the church is gone, then. The gospel of grace is gone and every sin after that will be counted against you again. There will be no more forgiveness of sins. All your sins will be counted against you. That's the Bible. It's up to you. You don't have no sins now. God is not charging you with sins. But when you come get the church, every sin after that, not the ones you've done before, but every sin after that, there's a new cycle that every sin you've done, God is going to charge you for it. And those are sins, if you don't get saved, you're going to be charged with at the great white throne judgment. Not your past sins before the grace program, but you're going to be charged for every sin and every bad thing you have done under the new program because you're going to be back under the somewhat law program if you miss this dispensation. But it's up to you. You think about it. Make a choice. Remember, Paul, I mean, uh, Joshua said, I know me and my house, we're going to choose the Lord. What about you? That's all I have to say. Believe in what Jesus has done death, burial, and resurrection. You could be saved and assured today. Okay, you could be assured today. Faith, grace by faith alone, is the way to be saved. From my apostle Paul. For salvation, you'll be eternally secured. God bless y'all. Love y'all. Body of Christ, real talk. Let's out, baby.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: Welcome to Body of Christ, real talk.
2: Love y'all. Peace out.
0: holiday.